Hello, welcome to Now Tell Us. This is a place where we have you come and tell us a story or come and educate us on something interesting. And every time we have a guest, it's always been an interesting episode. So is this one that it, it's going to be as interesting as the other ones that I've, I know that, <laughs> like the other ones that we've had before because we have an interesting guest with us and uh, he's going to tell us about bouncing back. Have you ever fallen and found yourself there on the ground, not going anywhere? Now, this could be your episode. You need to listen to the end to know how to bounce back. And I'm not going to say much because we have someone who is going to tell us our job is just to sit there and listen. So. Welcome to the show, Ben Albert, our guest today. I'm, I'm excited to be here. First off, your introduction is world class. I got excited. I was pounding my fist, excited to be here with you today, man. Yes, and we are excited to hear what you have to tell us about bouncing back. Absolutely. So to get started, can we know where you're you are right now? And is that where you were born? Yeah, I'm from a little city called Rochester, New York. It's in upstate New York in the United States. We're quite a while away from New York City, so I'm not a big city guy, but I'm born and raised in New York my whole life. Mm, interesting to hear that. And you say that you are not a city guy. And I we, we keep wondering, those of us who are outside of the U.S., because I'm outside of the U.S., I'm somewhere in Athens, Greece, we keep wondering, do we have villages in the U.S.? <laughs> um, yeah. We, so the U.S. has a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. um, there's towns that are mostly land and only, you know, a few hundred people population. And then there's big cities with millions of people all squeezed into one little area. I mean, there's mountains, there's valleys, there's water little bit of everything in the United States. One, one state is very different than the next. If you're in, you know, the Northeast versus the South and the West, a um, little bit of everything here. Mm. In the land where dreams are achieved. Yeah, that's what they say. That's so, what they say. I, I firmly, I'm not super ethnocentric. I firmly believe that there's plenty of lands with incredible opportunity and some might argue that the united states isn't even the best country in the world but at one point we we had streets paved of gold they never actually were paved of gold but um we have a good reputation i suppose right a good expression uh, <laughs> pavements are streets paved with gold yes <laughs> yeah that's what many of us uh, imagine <clears throat> those of us who have not been there and um the the movies do you some justice <laughs> or don't, don't they? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's, I live in a beautiful place with beautiful yeah. people and I get to meet incredible people every day. I'm just not so arrogant to think that the United States is the best. I think my brothers and sisters all across the globe, there's so many beautiful places and great places to live with lots of opportunity for business people and, and anyone who's looking for inspiration and growth. Mm. And so how was your growing up in this, I mean, in your area where you were? Yes. 
So, so sports are big in the United States. I was obsessed with basketball. Um, um, and what was hilarious is I was obsessed with basketball, but I was the shortest kid in school. So I had a jersey, a basketball jersey for every single day of the week. And I imagine being like Michael Jordan and doing 360 dunks and being, you know, a superstar basketball player. Needless to say, um, my future was going to be five, seven, five, eight. And uh, being a professional basketball player wasn't wasn't really my purpose in life. But as I was a kid being small, ultimately, I got pushed around a lot. I got beat up on the court a lot. Um, I got bullied and I would make myself smaller. I, I often felt like I was hiding from the world um, be, because I don't know, I was just a quiet, reclusive kid. But the thing, the beauty in this is I was building curiosity. Um, I've always had just a overflowing cup of curiosity and wonder. Why, why do people act this way? Why am I being bullied? Who am I going to be? And that curiosity and that wonder led me into what I get to do today as a podcast host myself. I love having conversations like this and a marketing professional for a living. I get to live out curiosity. I get to ask questions for a living and learn about businesses. And ultimately, I was an underdog. I didn't have the easiest life. I didn't have the perfect upbringing. But I like putting my chips and betting on other underdogs and helping promote them and helping them grow and helping them um, establish and grow as business people. So everything that I struggled with as I was younger, I get to relive and ultimately help other people not struggle. with. So, and, and in my case, it's mostly online marketing, but mm -hmm. anything that can help anyone ever so they don't have to feel small so they don't have to feel like an underdog that that's my mission in life. And that's what I love to do. Yeah. So you're an entrepreneur as I get it. But yes. That's not why you started. I mean, but at some point in life, you'd risen to a high point of life. Where was that? Yeah. Well, so I feel like it's always peaks and valleys and you can reach a high point. Um, but one thing that I made the mistake of is I was following someone else's mission. Mm -hmm. I was following someone else's why. And what we're taught, and often in America with the advertisements and the social media, it's what car, what relationship, how much money do you make, what is your next achievement? And I was following all the achievements that people told me I should follow. Mm -hmm. So I was moving up the corporate ladder. I was in a sales corporate role selling a product that honestly, I didn't believe wholeheartedly in. I, I started losing my conviction because I was following someone else's why I was doing what someone told me I should do. And it wasn't until and we can get into this COVID hit. I got furloughed. I got let go from my job and I was never defining myself as an entrepreneur. I didn't have entrepreneurs on my wall. I want to be like this person. I was forced into entrepreneurship. I was forced to bounce back because I needed to develop income. And because of COVID, a lot of businesses weren't hiring. They were being very, you know, 
protective of their decision making at the time. Mm -hmm. So that's where I got my start. I bounced back by starting a business using the laptop. I'm speaking to you on now uh, building relationships on LinkedIn. And I'm lucky. Well, the beauty of the online marketing space is I don't have to be in person with people to serve them. So I just got to work building online marketing plans for businesses. So as we come out of COVID and as things get better, they're in a great situation going forward. I got lucky, though. I'm making it sound like it was easy. There, there was a lot of stress and tears and hard work involved. Mm. Yeah, and something that you mentioned uh, there earlier on is that you were working to fulfill someone else's dream. Someone yeah. said that if you're... Uh, not going after your dream, then you're helping someone build their own dream. That's, that's kind, of, kind of something that we always should think about. Am I dreaming? Am I building my dream? Whatever it may be, maybe uh, not necessarily gathering a lot of wealth, cars and buildings and estates, but uh, whatever your uh, purpose on this earth is, whatever you feel um, fulfilled going after are you going after it or are you doing something on a daily basis uh, because someone else is saying so or someone has put you in that position so I, I, I like you the way that you put it I mean you came to that realization that no this is not uh, my area I'm not going I'm not doing what I should be doing and it's very difficult. Part of the realization is I still feel like I am a current work in progress. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a constant evolution going on where even as an entrepreneur with my own business, I wonder, is this my mission? Is this my purpose? I do get to help so many people and I get to help businesses grow but I'm still kind of following the path that was created for me being a marketing professional. And I still ask that question. Maybe there is a different purpose. Maybe I'm still following what I think I should be doing. I don't have an answer to this. There's no closure, but I feel like there's a constant evolution of self where your purpose can change based on what you find internally and what you find helps the most people that that you're looking to impact. And I agree with you because uh, the fact is that we are on constant growth. Every single day, uh, we get to learn something new. We get to meet with new people. We get to experience some unexpected experiences in our own life. Just Never. Like, uh, Not just... today. <laughs> uh, so this is... Uh, something that is uh, continual, uh, re refining, uh, uh, rediscovering ourselves on a daily basis. I, I agree. I, I agree. Mm -hmm. And the reason I joke, guys, is we had some sort of weird internet connection issue today, and it took 20 minutes to get live on this call. But although it stressed me out, it was a unique experience that I wasn't expecting. And I got to ultimately get a little stressed, which makes the joy of this conversation even better. So it, it doesn't always go perfect. Life happens. <laughs> life, life happens like it happened in the last 
two and uh, just about three years back when nobody expected what was going to happen. And so it's good that you brought uh, up that uh, preparation time when we were trying to set up things and technology says, no, you're not doing this today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we, we are. You, you, you stay there, you insist, you persist until you achieve your dream. <laughs> yes. Because our dream today was to broadcast and this is what we are doing. And uh, so when things let you down, when you find yourself that um, uh, life hits you on the blind side of, uh, I mean, you, you, and kicks you uh, in areas that you least expected. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to stand strong and still keep on pushing. Don't give up, just like Ben Albert. So after he's brought down from his sales, that top uh, position, and he's uh, and not, I mean, was it because of COVID or was there something else that caused that? Uh, it was, it was yeah. primarily, it was primarily COVID um, mm -hmm. without getting in the nitty gritty part of our product required video production and required travel. So that's quite hard. That's a tough product to sell because it's an even harder product to fulfill because there is no in-person meetings and there is no travel. So, mm -hmm. you know, by grace of God, I was furloughed. It wasn't the right um, place for me to be at that time. Um, and I'm happy it happened because it did thrust me into entrepreneurship, thrust me into trying, you know, and doing a different thing. And a lot of people recommend or they say, if you're passionate about something, go and do it, go and get it. And I agree, but a lot of times it's actually so high risk to leave a cushy role that I recommend building something on the side. So I had a music podcast that I had been running almost five years. I did booking and promotion for musicians. I had a good amount of money saved. And my girlfriend and I had a comfortable home where when that transition happened, it wasn't like I had to rip someone off to pay the bills. I had a little bit of preparation and comfort that I was thrust into something that I didn't expect. I rather I made the decision on my own. Granted, I don't know if I would have ever made that decision unless I was forced into it, but I'd rather have made the decision on my own. I don't recommend people just cut ties to be an entrepreneur. I was forced into it. But because of the preparation we put in on the, the front end, on the back end, I was able to take a little bit of time to develop the business where I wasn't profitable in the first three months. But in the first two years, I got to replace everything that I was doing financially. I work more hours. I make just as much money. I do work more hours, but I get to do it for myself. And I get to do it again for myself rather than someone else and in a industry I'm really passionate about. Mm, beautiful. And uh, surprising, which is something that uh, sometimes we are not uh, so willing to admit. You saying that you are happy that it happened. I mean, <laughs> because many times we find ourselves in position like we talked about uh, before where we realize, just like you realize, that uh, 
you know, this is not me. This is not what I should be going after. But again, the risk of stopping what you're doing is so high that is going to displace a lot of people is going to uh, play with your psychological standpoint. I mean, so you're not willing to take that risk. What would you advise someone who we cannot tell to just stay there and wait for another COVID to make a change in their own life? <laughs> what would you advise someone? Someone who finds himself in a position that is not so pleasing. Someone who realizes that he's not going after his, his own dream, but again, he can't jump from this side of the river to the other side because he risks falling taken away by the river. Yes. Um, two things come to mind. First off, start developing a plan. You don't want to tell your coworkers that plan if it does involve you leaving, but start developing a plan. And what was the other thing that came to mind? I lost it, but you want to plan it out. You don't want to just thrust your way into it. Um, and the other thing I'd recommend is really think about, oh, I got three things now because I replaced my second thing and then it came back to me. So really think about what you're passionate about and what you would just be jumping out of bed in the morning to do. Mm -hmm. And then part of developing the plan is figuring out how you can do that for income as a livelihood long-term. Now, the second thing that I had forgotten, it came back to mind that I think is massively important is don't point fingers. Mm. It's not your boss's fault that you and them are on a different page. We all have our own book. I, I say this all the time. There is no perfect key to success. It's more of a combination lock. And we all have our own unique combination. Mm -hmm. If I were to, you know, if you were to cut off my finger and duct tape it to yours, you might be able to get into my phone with a fingerprint scan. Or if you've got high-tech gadgets, you can maybe get into a room using someone else's finger. But at the end of the day, what works for me or you might not work for the other folks out there and the other folks listening. So don't point fingers. Don't blame anyone. Make the plan of what you're passionate about and follow that. Um, and don't feel bad about following your passion, but don't blame people. It's not their fault that they have a different vision than you do, but find that vision, make a plan and follow through. It's mm, beautiful for that advice. Uh, we are so grateful that you are here today. <laughs> I'm grateful to be here. Thank you. I'm rambling about, I'm really passionate about this kind of stuff. So I hope I'm not too rambly. I, I, ju I just love conversations about success yeah yeah and it's good we also love to hear about success and also learn ways to go about things now <clears throat> something comes to mind here is i am working in a job is somewhere that i have to report on a daily basis and work all day long and uh, then you tell me that uh, you're sitting in front of a computer and you've been working from home and earning your money now, that's not something that everybody is, has, has an idea how to get started. I mean, what would you tell someone who doesn't have an online skill, someone who may be using their mobile phone or they're doing other things, but they don't know how to make it 
a source of income. Where do we get started? Yes. Yeah, so two ideas come to mind. The first one, it, it takes a lot of work and it takes some self-study. And I actually recommend booking time in your calendar every single day, if not every single week, just for self-study because YouTube has an answer to almost any question you can think of. So go to YouTube University, especially if you don't have a large budget for this self-study, read books, go to YouTube and start working on it. And, and everyone's going to have a different plan. So the videos and books you read are dependent on what you're looking to achieve. The other thing, and I already kind of, there's an asterisk here. Like I said, it's a combination lock. There is no one specific way to do things. However, if there's someone who's trying to, you're trying to accomplish what they've already accomplished, you might in the long term do it a different way, but take their model and copy it to a T. If someone has already accomplished exactly what you want to accomplish, put in the legwork to learn from them, hire from them, buy their program, and follow exactly the playbook they built out for you. Once you get good at their playbook, you can always learn from multiple mentors or you can create your own. But if someone has achieved what you're looking to achieve and they spend hundreds of thousands of hours and tens of years doing it and they've put it into a playbook and instruction manual for you, give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, try a new playbook because maybe it wasn't the right thing for you. But take the successful people and emulate and copy what they do once you get some success build your own strategy, but start with what our ancestors have taught us. Start with brilliant people and just mimic exactly what they did. Mm. I try mm. to be nuanced because I don't want someone to see a prophet, someone wealthy and think that they have to be exactly like them because then you follow that person's vision. However, that person became successful because of the playbook. So if you follow their playbook, I'm willing to bet you at least get a little more success than you have today, right? Mm. Oh, wonderful. And now <laughs> since we have Ben here, who's uh, successful working online, we would like to have a clue of how Ben's playbook is. Before I go further, uh, you say you use your laptop. And I have known, I have discovered that uh, you do quite a lot on LinkedIn. I don't do much on LinkedIn. And how do you achieve? Or how do you get to uh, connect and earn and, and turn those connections into a check at the end of the month? Yes. Yeah, so one human at a time, one relationship at a time, and by giving more than you receive. Mm -hmm. So I like to give nominations for podcasts. I like to give referrals to business owners. I will give anyone advice for free. Now, granted, if someone wants 10 hours with me, maybe we need to charge. But if someone has a question, you can DM me and I'll answer your question for free. I give, 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 because this is just going to be generic numbers. But if I give a hundred times and I receive 20, I received 20 times. If I give zero times, 
and I receive three, I still receive three, but I'd rather give a hundred and receive the 20. So I am a marketing professional. I do a lot of stuff online, but I really just use LinkedIn to connect, to add value, to give more than I ask. And then if someone needs marketing services, it's often not my friends and connections that need the service, but it's someone they know. And by creating that relationship, it's not a transaction. It's a business. It's a relationship. It's a connection. My name is front of mind the moment marketing's needed. So it's not always the quickest approach. It's not the easiest. There's no tip and trick to get it done in a week. But if you have great conversations like you and I, I don't want to just talk to you today and never hear from you again. Mm -hmm. I want to continue interact. I want to see you start building your LinkedIn up. I want to see this podcast broadcast grow and I want to be a part of it. So if I need something and I can help you, with, if you need something and I can help you, then the conversation comes up. Mm -hmm. But. It's all about building good relationships, knowing that in the long run, it comes back around to you. Mm, beautiful. And uh, if I may ask, and if you could be willing to give someone an idea, a rough, very rough idea, what do you market out there? All sorts of stuff. I, I joke. I, I, it's not a joke. It's the reality that I create a good first impression online where the joke comes into play is I don't create the product for you. I don't fulfill the orders. So if you're a poor business person with a bad product and bad customer service and lots of negative reviews, I can't fix that. But what I can fix is the way you're found online. So what does your web design look like? What does your social media profiles look like? And are you found easily on Google, Bing, and all the major search engines? So my goal is to make a perfect first impression online. So when someone receives a recommendation to look for you or someone's looking for your product and service, they find you, you create a great impression. That's where, I, again, I joke, I hand the baton to the customer or to my client because it's their job to fulfill their customers. It's my job to get those customers in the door. Hmm. And it's important when you talk about first impressions, because someone said that you don't get a second chance for a good first impression. So you mess it once, you've messed it all. So there's, there's little things like if someone types in your website and a 404 error comes up, Mm -hmm. website not found or it says there's it's not secure that person who came on a highly like came high recommendation to reach out to you that person goes to your competitor because you scared them away with a website that looks like it's malicious or going to steal their information mm -hmm. i know it doesn't happen all the time but it happens and you don't want that to be you scaring away clients you can help uh curious let's do two searches you're talking of two two i'm curious because you mentioned that and i i want to to find out how do i appear online so can you tell me how is anthony morore appearing online once you search do you uh, want me to search you right let's, now let's, live yeah let's see it 
So, <laughs> so, so you're, you want Anthony, me to search your uh, full name or yeah, a business name? Is Anthony Moirore, just to discover how it is appearing. Is it going to allow me to share my screen? Let's see. Um, it's, I think it will. Can you... Oh, it's unable. The permissions don't allow me to okay. share. Let's, yeah, let's so, hear it from you. So the first thing that comes up is your YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Which is good. Um, Google owns YouTube, so Google's gonna show YouTube. Uh -huh. I see. I see a cello player with the same name as you, but ninety percent of what I see is your YouTube channel at the top. Then there is your web page and your Instagram and your Facebook. Um, I'm not so lucky. So my name is Ben Albert. Um, the Duke College, they're one of the biggest colleges in America. Mm -hmm. Their defensive coordinator of their American football team also has the name Ben Albert. Okay. So if you Google search Ben Albert, you'll find the defensive coordinator of Duke Blue Devils football team, mm -hmm. which isn't good. That's why I have Balbert marketing. Cause if you type in Balbert, you'll find me. The reason I say all this is you are basically owning the entire first page of Google. Mm. Um, that's your real estate. I see your Amazon. I see your Twitter, your LinkedIn, your speaker hub, your Facebook. Um, given that your name's less common than Ben Albert, it allows you to own the entire real estate on the first page. I was um, going there. So what would you add by someone whose name is not as, as as rare, someone whose name is so common, but he needs to be found online? I would create a brand that is in your name. Okay. Um, for example, if I type in Real Business Connections, which is my podcast, mm -hmm. and it's a general term, just Real Business Connections, I own the entire first page of real estate under real business connections. So if you type in Ben Albert, let's see what happens. You get the Duke blue devils football team and you get my LinkedIn profile. So at which the end is, of the day, which is good. Yeah. If, if everyone, if everyone has the same company name called cheap roofing are us cheap roofers, there's going to be competition. Yeah. And we can get in the weeds. There's lots of strategies to come up higher. But at the end of the day, someone else is always going to come up in front of you unless you're taking the time to build an online brand to move way up. So there's a lot of John Smiths in America. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't call my business John Smith. I might call it J. Smith speaking. And then I bet Jay Smith speaking, that might even have competition. But if I create a brand that isn't just my name, mm -hmm. there is a much higher probability they're fi they find me rather than my competitor or the wrong person. But mm -hmm. to answer your question, we can get in the weeds with the website. But in terms of Google, you own the first page of real estate. So you're doing something right. Okay, that's good. Good to hear that. So I talked of two. Let's search another term. Uh, because I, I'm curious, to, I have been asking a few people here and there, and I'm always excited. So I want to find out. Type "be good for good." Be good for good. Be good for good. Is that your book? Yeah, there you go. Be good for good. Good stories of goodness with lessons on life. And Google Smart. Um, 
on my desktop here, you're coming up on the right-hand side. Um, it recognizes your book, which again goes into branding that we just um, talked about a moment ago. Mm -hmm. That is a unique term. If your book was just be good mm -hmm. or good is good. So Cheryl Crow has a song called good is good. Mm -hmm. Future has a song called life is good. Mm -hmm. The word good is triggering other things, mm -hmm. but be good for good due to the uniqueness you come up first for that. So again, if you're naming a business, a book, a brand, don't do something that's been done exactly the same way mm -hmm. or else it'd be like Ben Albert or John Smith. You might not come up, but yes, be good for good comes up first and it looks like it's on Amazon. Can we put that in the description so people buy it? <laughs> now we are here for Ben Albert. I would like to know, those of us who want to uh, know how to appear on first uh, page of Google, uh, maybe with your name, if it's unique, or maybe with your brand name to make it unique, I'm sure that Ben Albert can help you do that. So that the next time someone searches your name, he finds you on the first page, or then searches your brand that you want to build, he finds you on the first page. And Ben just told us that he's willing to answer your question, whatever question it may be. So what we are going to put in the chat and on the video is how to find Ben to get to uh, be answered those questions. The buying of my book will come later. First is give, 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 give. I'll be inviting them to come, come by, by, by later on. So how can, <laughs> <laughs> how can people find uh, Ben Albert if, you, if they want to get to you? Yes. Yeah, so Balbert Marketing is the business name. Mm -hmm. The podcast is Real Business Connections, but this is the great link here. The Balbert Marketing, again, B as in Ben, Albert Marketing. So balbertmarketing.com slash all links. And the reason I love that is I set it up as a one pager. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give you guys 15 call to actions. I have a lot of stuff. I've got the podcast. I have the LinkedIn, the Instagram, the Facebook, but balbermarketing.com slash all links has it all in one spot. So I'm adamant about meeting you where you're most comfortable. So if you want to send me an email, if you want to set up a phone call, or you just want to stalk me and listen to my content, balbermarketing.com slash all links, it's all right there. So wherever you like to hang out, I'll be. Beautiful. That's www.balbertmarketing.com forward slash all links. So wherever you are, if you find yourself that you are there on the bottom Ben Albert is the one to help you bounce back because he's done it before. As you, as you, as you go around trying to find out, to figure out your purpose, uh, or try to go after your dream, to discover new ways of approaching uh, your dream from different perspectives, talk to Ben Albert on the website. Uh, reach out to him and ask him a question. He'll answer back without asking you a cent. And uh, I'm wishing you all the best in everything. So at this point, we'll come to the end of this show. But we are really honored to have you here. I say this again. 
it's such an honor to have Ben Albert on our show. It was such an honor to be on this show. And you might not want to say it. I'll say it for you. If someone hasn't subscribed yet, if they haven't left a review or sent Anthony a personal DM thanking him, I really do invite you to do that because it allows the show to reach more people organically. It shares the love. So share the love. You made it this far. Take the extra 45 seconds to do that because Anthony's doing great stuff here. Oh, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Uh, simply go to, if you want to make it easy, you can go to www.nowtellers.com. There you find uh, the website and the YouTube and all the uh, podcast platforms. We are on Audible, we are on Spotify, we are on many other platforms that you can go to listen to this episode once again or past episodes and future episodes by just tuning into those platforms so thank you once again we are really honored that you've taken your time to listen to this show you the viewer we thank you for viewing this show and uh, we are grateful and we wish you all the best so uh, before we go i always ask our guests to leave us with a few words that we will always remember Ben? It's okay to be human. It's okay to be human. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fall on your face. It's okay to take a chance, take a risk on yourself, but it's okay to be human. If you've had a bad day this week, if you had a bad day today, if you see yourself having a bad day in the future, it's okay to be human. You're not a robot. Make the next day a better one. Don't stay there. Bounce back. So Bounce back. Ben Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I love the theme. I love it. So this has been your host, Anthony Morore at Now Tell Us. And uh, together with our guest, Ben Albert, we are saying bye for now. Bye. Bye now.